What's up, Rad Dads? And welcome back to another episode of the Rad Dads Podcast, hosted by none other than the two raddest dads on the East Coast. You hear that? Our fans are loving it, Sal. They're going crazy because, Rob, they haven't seen us in a while. They haven't seen us. They haven't heard us. Yeah, you went on this. You went on a vacation. What a magical trip. Yes, a magical trip. And now you need a vacation from the vacation. Of course you do. <laughs> and we're recording Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> have to yes got to get this shit done yeah we have interviews in the in the queue and we wanted to put out an episode just by us, us. Yes. just us yes i know you guys like hearing our voices just our voices our fans miss us rob our our two fans that sounds like more than two we got a following so so rob i i think our topic tonight either take them to a sporting event you know, maybe continue a tradition that you had with your family, going to like a Giants-Jets game or whatever your your favorite sports team is, uh, maybe some uh, soccer games, or you know what, even their first concert. We took our kids, our, our club was hosting a uh, Red Bulls event at their stadium in Harrison. Uh, a, a nice sta- stadium at that, really nice. They did a nice job. Area is a little questionable, but stadium's nice. So as I'm sitting there, my, my daughter's hanging out with her friends and uh, another friend reaches out to, to her and says, hey, I'm here. Why don't you come meet me? So, you know, I didn't think anything of it. My wife looks at me. She goes, well, she's with so-and-so. They, they you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on them. And I was like, oh. yeah, they're together, but you can't really keep an eye on them. But, okay, whatever. You know, there were a lot of friends. So they disappear. And we don't see them for at least seven minutes. So now I'm like, okay, they didn't pop up on the other side where they were supposed to pop up. What the fuck is going on? We're trying to call them. They're not answering their phones because it's loud. They probably can't hear them. So then I told my wife, I said, well, I got to stay with the rest of the, the people here, the team. You got to go with her mom and, and, and track them down. So after feverishly looking for them for, for 15 minutes, they found them. And uh, they, they were fine. They were just in a, the wrong spot. But I can't tell you how my... My my heart sunk to my stomach because about a week later on the radio, I heard down in Texas, 15-year-old girl was at a Dallas Mavericks game. Not the same type of situation where she was there with her friends and she wanted to go look for another friend, but she was there with her parents and she said she had to go to the bathroom. She never came back. Thankfully, thankfully, they found her 10 days later alive on the side of a road. She's alive, and, 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 and it, was, it was fucking human trafficking. Someone, someone kidnapped her from the stadium. How'd she get out? Uh, she was walking on the side of a road. No, but she got kidnapped, right? So she she got kidnapped. So she escaped somehow. She she escaped. Yes. Th- I mean, thank God, you know, for her intuition or whatever she did to get out. 
she was walking on the side of a road and, and they picked her up. So I got to tell you this story. So, and the reason we're doing this topic is because one, Sal and I went to a, a group event at Red Bull, at Red Bulls. But then I went to a another group event with uh, my my in-laws and, and their family. So we had about 13 people there. And it was it was a subway series. So a very busy series in New York. And we were at City Field. I've never been there before. Beautiful stadium, by the way. If if you're a stadium guy and you like to go check out different stadiums, highly recommend um, City Field. The parking, a little bit to be desired, but the stadium is beautiful. Everything about that that stadium is is incredible. Uh, the food's good too. So we were there, and I think it was like the fifth or sixth inning, and this little boy was standing in the middle of the stairway, and uh, one of the gentlemen on on the end aisles, which you know was kudos to him because I didn't realize what was going on. He said, Hey, you know, the kid looked confused. Right. And and I wasn't paying attention to what was going on in the, in the stairwell because you know, so many kids and, and parents go up and down. You, you don't pay attention. And, uh, he goes, Hey son, you know, just wait right here. You know, your dad, I'm sure he'll come back and, and, and really sat there for some time talking to the kid. He's like, do you know your dad's number? And the kid's like, no, and I would say he was around probably uh, your youngest, my oldest, maybe a little bit younger than that. 10, no, 9, 10. Yeah, 9, 10, 11, somewhere around there. But hold on. Let me, let me just jump in right there. When you're, at the, when you're at a stadium with your kid in that age, what every parent should do is take a Sharpie and write your phone number on their arm. Well, that's a good idea. Uh, just because in that, that particular situation, the kid's like, oh, I don't know my dad's number. Yeah, well, look at your arm. I have an, I have another solution to that. So, the guy's talking to him. Another another gentleman um, says, "Hey, listen, I know where they were sitting. They were sitting down there, like two rows in front of this guy." And he's like, you know, and he's like, "What does your dad look like?" And he's like, "He's a white guy. He's got glasses." And it was the funniest description. I felt bad for the kid, but the kid was doing trying to do like good job describing his dad. And you know, he's explaining to. And the person he's explaining it to is a very large man, not fat, but just like like six foot three, six foot four guy sitting at the edge. Um, and so he starts explaining to him and I'm kind of watching where the kid's looking. And so where we were we're like one sixteen, and it's like, you know how it works. It's like one sixteen is, is a group of chairs, probably 25 wide, 26 wide. And you can enter from either side. So he goes, oh, that's my dad. And I watch and I look at who he's looking at. So I run up to the top, right? And I go to the father. I said, hey, are you missing your child? And he goes, yes. And I go, well, he's down there waiting for you. So I watched it. And obviously, I have a vested interest in this, right? We do this as, I don't want to say as our living, but we are very invested in this and learning from other parents and getting dads on who have books and like everything we can give back to the community, we do for this podcast and just so you all know, we don't make any fucking money from this, all right? So I'm listening to this guy. He goes up to well, us. Actually, somebody did buy us a cup of coffee. I know. That Thank you, awesome. Brian. So more of you should do that. Those 20,000 listeners, you should do that. So I listen to the father, and he goes, you should follow me, and you shouldn't go away from me. And you, like, starts going off on his son. I wanted to punch the guy in the face, that's, right? That's a total Because dick. what happened was Instead of having your child in front of you, he had his son behind yes. him. So, first of all, for all the parents out there, if you're at a fucking sporting event where there's 70,000 people, 
which I don't even know what the number is at City Field. It could be like forty or 50,000. Whatever. That's a fucking lot of people. Don't have your kid fucking behind you, especially a kid who's 9, 10, 11 years old. Like, my kid goes to the bathroom every five minutes. I, I don't understand it. One, I, I can't even imagine when he becomes he's a teenager. He's got the bladder of an old man. Yeah, wait until he becomes wait a teenager. Wait until he starts drinking beer. Holy shit. Wait until he's a teenager. And, and he has to go to the bathroom for other reasons. But, so... It's even I would get up and go and make sure, you know, he got to the bathroom. And if not, he knew where it was. So he would run up and it was like five minutes. You knew he'd be back in a certain amount of time. If he's not, I'm getting up and going. The The realistic thing is this kid doesn't have a cell phone, had no idea what his parents' numbers are. Fucking complete shit show. And if it wasn't for the guy who was sitting at the end of end of the row, like three or four rows behind where they were sitting kind of alertly said, oh, my God, like, this kid doesn't know what the fuck, like, where's his parents? Why aren't there anybody here? Blah, blah, blah. The kid could have been roaming and easily friggin' kidnapped. Taken. Absolutely 100%. I, w- I was so mad, and I turned to my wife. I said, did you see what happened? Because I got up. No one, like, knew. Like, I was just watching it. And then I listened to the kid say it. And I was a little worried because there were three or four grown men talking to this kid. So I was right. like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So that was my first inclination. Then I realized that these guys are actually being very helpful. And you know what? Fuck you for all those people who say New York City is a shitty place to live. There's some stand-up no, people at that game. I was really, honestly, pleasantly surprised. But but next time you're, you're driving, let's say on a Sunday, it's a nice day out. Just take a look. when you see When you see people on the street, I can't tell you countless parents walking in front of their kids and let their kids trail behind. Not, over, not, not only on the streets, it, 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 you know, in town, but next time you're at the mall, look to see the parents walking up ahead and the kid trailing behind and the parent, yeah, and the parent looking back to, to see if their kid's there. All it takes is a split fucking second for somebody to come up and snatch your kid. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. You want to walk fast, okay? Your kid's not a fast walker, but I can't tell you how many times I tell my kids, you get in front of us and you walk in front of us. I see my kids in front of me. They're not going to trail behind me because, like you said, the guy's excuse was, you got to keep up with me. You got to stay next to me. The kid is in a stadium of 70,000 people. It's probably his first time in the stadium and he's, he's in awe. Of, of everything that he's seeing, you know, merchandise stands, food stands, beverage stands, you know, mascots walking around, people with t-shirts. This kid's in awe and you want him to stay on your tail? How about you put your kid in front of you and make sure you see him while you're walking to the bathroom? Just insane, man. Fucking insane. Just common sense, guys. Think about it. Yeah, I get it. You want to walk fast. You want to get to your destination fast. And your kids walk slow. Put them in front of you. You know, it'll take you an extra 15 minutes to to, to get where you got to go. At least you know your kids are safe. You know your kids are in front of you. Just, guys, all it takes is a split second for you to be focused on a phone call that you just got, a text message you just got, or something happening in front of you. You look back. And your kid's gone. I mean, this 15-year-old girl at a 15 years old at a Dallas Mavericks game. She goes to the bathroom and never comes back. You know, 
I bet you those 10 days that she was missing, I mean, her parents were beside themselves. I know I would be. I know I'd be searching high and low. I'd be driving streets. I'd be putting flyers up. But, I mean, especially in a stadium, in a crowded place, malls, shopping centers, farmer's markets. I understand people get comfortable with their environment, but always have your head on a swivel, especially when it comes down to your kids. You know? Thank God that girl was found 10 days later. Unfortunately, you know, the people that kidnapped her, she was sexually abused multiple times, but she was able to escape. And when she escaped, she led the cops back to the people that kidnapped her. And they're arrested. And hopefully they get served their fucking time. Hopefully justice is, is on her side. And they, and they get what's coming to them. Because this could have been a lot worse. I mean, a lot worse. Yeah, I agree. It's, <clears throat> I was about to say, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't familiar with the story, but I'm sure that even though she escaped, she had some trauma from the experience, obviously, from being kidnapped. And God knows what happened, you know, while, while she was kidnapped. Hopefully, you know, we, you said there was sexual assault. Yep. Like hopefully she can overcome that someday, but I'm sure it's going to be. But that's that's she's got to live. She's got to live with that for the rest of her life. Yeah, and it's you know just because. Listen, it's it, it's tragic. It really is, and it's disgusting that there's people out there that will do this, and. But we as parents have the ability to make sure something like that doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean it's it's all goes down to, and this is something and we do a whole episode about this, but situational awareness, like. So I preach to my kids all the time, like know your surroundings, know what the fuck's going on. I can't, I can't tell you how many times when I was commuting to New York, there's 50 people in like, say a subway car or in our path car. And probably 40, 45 don't know the other people in that car. Right. Meaning that I traveled the same car, same time every day. I knew every single person by face, not by name, obviously, right, but right. by face that hey, are you supposed to be on this car? You're not supposed to be on this car. If you're not on this car, I'm watching you and figuring out what the fuck you're doing. How many of those people have earbuds in? All of them, including me. But but that's not... See, that's a pet peeve of mine because if I am in, I don't want to say an unfamiliar environment because you're on the same same mass transit, same train car. I don't want to say same train car, but you're in that same position every day. I have to hear what is going on around me. So if I'm going to have an earbud in, it might be just one because I want to hear what is going on around me. I traditionally only have one in. I, I typically have the one that, that you can talk into just because of exactly that reason. I, I don't want to not know what's going on. You can, like, I had a training session today and um, we were talking about uh, influencing, influencing behavior and uh, uh, um, an example came up with a guy driving a Bobcat, a heavy piece of, uh, of equipment, and the guy has his earbuds in. I can't tell you how dangerous that is because you got your earbuds in, right? You're, you're, you're operating a heavy piece of equipment. You don't know if something is going on with that piece of machinery. You can't hear if something is happening. But when you operate that machinery, don't you usually wear noise-canceling 
They're not loud. They're not that loud. Nope. Nope. Interesting. Uh, I mean, unless you're you get a, a, an attachment on it where you're hammering some some concrete or whatever. Yeah. But I want to know. I want to hear if there's a change in in in, in the motor. I want to hear if something is 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 if everything is operating properly. So it where right where my desk is in my house. If I leave the screen door my my sliding door open the screen and I and I close the screen, I can hear my filter. So I can hear if there's something wrong with my filter. It'll change uh, the, the 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 pitch of the motor changes and yep. I, and I can hear either it's struggling or or it's not functioning or or it tripped. It's off. So and I'll go and I'll take a look and and sure enough there something's wrong. The one time there was something wrong with my air conditioner and I'm laying in bed and I asked my wife, I said, you hear that? She goes, no. I said, you don't, you don't hear the condenser. The, the condenser is running funny. She goes, no, it sounds fine to me. Sure enough, there was something wrong. I went out the next day and there was something wrong with it. But I, I, I can't, I can't stress enough how important it is to, you know, like you said, situational awareness, understand your environment, especially if you're not in a familiar place, you know, look around, don't be afraid to 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 look for exits or or you know trying to figure well, out. Well, one of the things that you're you're supposed to do as soon as you walk into a room, figure out what like your your closest exits are. And it may say like seem like a James Bond type of bullshit type of thing. No, but but I think in this day and age with all you know the mass shootings and just terrorist attacks and just knowing your your area and where you're walking into and you know your different avenues of of escape and and protection is 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 very important. But that but that even ties back to when you're at a stadium. You know, yep. very true. Look, look look where you're sitting. Look look at the people you're sitting with. You know, especially if you're there with your family. If you're there with your friends, you know, you want to act a fool, act a fool, whatever. But if you're there with your family, I mean, you know, inspect your surroundings. There may be some shady people around you. You know, there may Especially be. Especially there with Sal. <laughs> <laughs> Funny guy. I just beat. I just beat him to the punch. Rob, they love it. Rob, they love. I love it. it. The fans love it. They love you, Rob. They love you because they know you only have two jokes a year. No, it's three. It's two jokes an episode, <laughs> at most. If you're lucky. So, guys, just you know, word of caution. If you're going to a stadium with your kids, and it's fun, it's a great time. The, just the look on their face, you know, w- when they see the field and and the amount of people that are there, and it, it just be cautious. Don't don't let your kid go. They, there are some messed up people in this world. There are still good people, but there are messed up people in this world that they don't give a shit. So just just be cautious, you know, situational awareness. I think that would be a good dad lesson for this episode is, is situational awareness. What do you think, Rob? I agree. Just know your surroundings, you know, even if you're going on vacation, you know, you, you just look around, look at the people. Speaking of vacation and situational awareness. So my wife and I went to an island and uh, was it, I forget it was, I don't know if it was Jamaica or Dominican Republic. One or the other, years ago before we had kids. And, 
you know, everyone we spoke to, they said, don't leave the resort, don't leave the resort, don't leave the resort, don't leave the resort. And guess what we do? <laughs> leave the resort. We leave the resort because we wanted to go to the center of town. And it just so happened to be where all the cruise ships dock. So we, we take a taxi to, to, to this place, and I told the taxi, hey, just hang out here. We're not going to be long. And, and it's a good thing that we did. Because as soon as we get out of the taxi, we take 10, st- 10 steps from the taxi. We get approached by, by two guys. Hey, uh, do you guys want a foot tour? And I was like, no, man, no, no foot tour. We're, we're, we're good. Yeah. He goes, come on, we'll show you the beautiful streets of... And I, I, I don't know if it was Dominican or... I want to say it was Jamaica. We'll show you the beautiful streets of Jamaica. I was like, no, it's all right, man. We're good. So we go into the one store, and we're looking around, and I just happen to look to the front of the store, and those same two guys that came in, that, 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 that wanted to give us a tour on the street, came into the store with three more guys. And they, and they were whispering and pointing. I was like, fuck. Here I am in, a, in, another, in another fucking country, on an island, and, and, and I got five guys that are at the door. They want to give me a foot tour. So they spread out in the store. I grab, I grab my uh, my f- girlfriend at the time, which is now my wife, and I tell her, I said, "We're gonna go right to the front counter, take what you got. We're gonna pay, and I'm right behind you. Don't look back." I want you to walk as fast as you can to the cab. So we paid, walked out the door, walked straight to the cab. She got in, got in the cab, and those five guys came out of the store looking around like, where the fuck did we go? (laughs) So, guys, I can't tell you the importance of situational awareness. Oh, another story. We were in Italy on our honeymoon. Dude, and this guy... we're looking, you know, we're walking, we were in Rome, we're, we're you know, uh, uh, window shopping, and I, I, I seen a reflection, guy across the street, and I'm looking, and he's staring at us, right? I was like, wow, this, this dude's weird. So, I, I, you know, I didn't think anything of it. We go to the next uh, window, next shop, and we're looking, there's that guy again. I see the reflection in the window. He's across the street. What the fuck? So we walk a little further. We're, we're looking for uh, some place to eat. And I, and I just happen to look over, glance over my left shoulder. And this guy is walking on the opposite side of the street looking at me and my wife, my newly wed wife. I was like, all right, this dude's weird. He's following us. We, we got to try and shake him. So I, I pull up. I, uh, what did I have? I might have had a TomTom at the time. I pull up a map on TomTom. Right, a hand. I had a handheld Tom Tom, and I, I there was. Thank God, this thing was accurate. <laughs> it was a fucking alley, so I told my wife. I said, "Hey, up here." I said, D- "Don't just just walk casually." I said, "I want you to make a right. I'm right behind you, and just walk as fast as you can when you make that right." We just made it. We just we made three rights. We made a right, walked real fast, made another right, and came back around. And, and we waited to, before we got back on that street 
and we peeked. Oh, I peeked, and I saw the guy. He was looking around, and then and then he disappeared. So, you, <laughs> someone's texting me. So, are we are we live? Is that uh, no? We're not live, but I do have a. So we're completely off topic, but I do have a topic for the next episode about vacation and talking about summer vacations and things that can happen on summer vacations. So while I do want to tell the story very much, I want to just circle back and just say, listen, when you go to a major event, you go to a concert, you go to a ball game with your kids, with your kids, be aware, you know, listen, you're going with your kids. You're not going there to get drunk or go to, you know, Billy's or the bar down the street. You're going there to have a good time and give them an experience you had as a child. Or maybe it's the first time and it's a, maybe it's the first time, first time you're doing it and you're, you're trying to create new, new experiences and experiences with your children. Like a family tradition yeah. going to a sporting event. I know I got yelled at by my son saying, dad, we always go to baseball games. I want to go to a soccer game. I said, all right, so we're going to Red Bulls hopefully this weekend. So that, uh, my big thing is, is just being aware of your fucking kids. If you're going to get hot dog with them, make sure they're next to you, especially in a, in a, in a concert or a stadium like city field where it's so busy. There's so many people. It's very, you it, it can it's, quickly happen yeah, easily. You can easily get exactly. lost. And, and if at the end of the game and you're walking with the masses, it's easy for your kid to, to I always hold him, hold my kids hand. My kids all are the in time. front of me all the time. I got my hands on their shoulders or we lock, we lock shoulders. I don't give a shit. I'm the, I'm the blockade. You call me an asshole, but I know my kids are safe and they're right in front of me and I can see them. Yeah, I hold, if one has has my hand, one has my wife's hand. So Well, you play zone, you play zone defense. Yeah, I don't you have. play man on man. Yeah, we're, I got to play zone. Yeah, you got to play zone. So with that, I think the dad lesson is, you know, be aware where your kids are. Be aware of the situation. Be cognizant. Don't be an idiot. You know, just... Make sure you're focusing on what's important to you, to your family, and to your children. And really, you know, you don't want to be a story in the news where your kids were taken for human trafficking. No, I mean, just just think about it. next time you go to the mall with your kids. Just make sure you're, you see you got your eyes on your kids. Make sure they're in front of you. Make, make it a requirement that they walk in front of you. Yeah, they're gonna, I can't tell you my one daughter huffs and puffs. Ah, my, my legs are too short. No, your legs aren't too short. You're just fucking lazy. Just keep, walk faster. Catch up. Get in front of us. And, and then she catches up with her sisters and, you know, they start talking. But make sure your kids are in front of you, please. You, you don't want to be a statistic. You don't want to be a headline in the newspaper. Make sure your kids are in front of you. Make sure you're aware of your surroundings, you know, stadiums, concerts, ball games, even little league fields, you know? Put your, keep your head on a swivel. Agreed. 100% agree. So with that, today's show is brought to you by Weber Home and Business. Weber Home and Business was established in 2021 with one clear mission, establish a safe, healthy environment in your home, school, or workplace 
With over 12 years of experience, environmental remediation and restoration industry, their staff of certified mold inspectors will be sure to provide thorough inspections, detailed protocols, expert knowledge, and professionalism in each and every client. Call Weber Home and Business at 551-502-1052 for mold inspections, air samples, air quality assessments, or water intrusion. And an IICRC certified, whatever that means, will be happy to walk you through the process. They work with insurance companies, real estate agents, so give them a call and get it better with Weber. Again, that's 551-502-1052. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. You know what time it is. Oh, My favorite time. Rob, don't do that, Rob. You're scaring everybody. Everybody just dropped off. No, they That's didn't. It. They want to hear it. <laughs> All right. We are at the bourbon tasting time of the podcast. Tonight, we are tasting Journeyman Distillery Silver Cross Whiskey, Four Grain Whiskey. Why do you think it's called Four Grain Whiskey, Rob? Because they're four grains. Because they're made with four grains. Very good. So smart. See? I got the smarts real good. You know, you're smarter than you look. You know Smarter that than the average bear. Uh, alcohol classification, handmade organic whiskey. Whiskey. And that's spelled with an E. Um, distillery, journeyman distillery, proof, 90 proof, 45%. Alcohol by volume. Age is undisclosed. Filtration is undisclosed. Batch size. We actually have batch uh, batch number 121, bottle 780, 780. This is the 780th bottle in this batch, Rob. Did you know that? So, mash bill is 25% each of organic rye, organic corn, wheat, and b- 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 barley. Four grains, that's why it's called four grains whiskey. Awards, they won the gold medal in the San Francisco World Spirits Competition Cooler, I mean the color, I'm going to say it's a burnt amber. What do you think, Rob? Definitely a dark, I mean, it's it's on the darker side. It's on the darker side, I agree. Burnt amber, okay. Price point, anywhere is between $49 and $59. You should not be paying any more than that, although given the current situation, you might be paying a lot more than that. Thank you, Joe Biden. Uh, (laughs) Ha! History. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Maybe that was a pun. That's what's not one of the best. The crowd goes wild. Let's go, Brandon. Originally, Silver Cross, originally, the Silver Cross was given as a medal for golf in the early day of the British Open. The Silver Cross would later come to symbolize friendship, camaraderie, tradition, and spirited competition. This whiskey is a tribute to the greatest game, both in the beginning and in the future. And guys, if you love the game of golf, Journeyman Distillery has created a tradition that they call Four Grains for Golf. Get it? Four? I got it. And they donate 1% of all their sales from their whiskey back to various golf charities, organizations, to teach kids the game of golf. I think that's pretty cool. That's I awesome. think I'm going to go out and buy at least 10 bottles. <laughs> Just for that? Just for that. It's a good bourbon. I, we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> Nose and aroma. Rob got beaches. Rob got 
I've got smelly peaches. Yeah, I definitely got peaches. That the third glass is just amazing. Have you stuck your schnoz in the third glass? Yes. So peaches, I get cola and definitely the spice in the wet glass. Um, I'm not talking about the third glass. Uh, wet glass, uh, pe- peaches, cola, spice. We always we always taste our bourbon neat. Uh, tasting notes, I get a smoky taste. I get spice. A mild spice. And chocolate. I don't get the, the smoky taste. I get the chocolate and the smoky taste. I like it. I really do. I get the cocoa at the end. I don't get cocoa. There's definitely a burn, though, now that you say that. A little burn. I get c- cacao. Cacao? Cacao. Papow. I like it. There's a sweet taste. I definitely get a, a peach, which is the first time I've ever really had a, like a peach. or Because usually it's like apricots, right? Yeah, apricots, apricots. or burnt apples or, or grass yeah. clippings, right? <laughs> Bacon. What was the one time? Fucking <laughs> grass clippings. That, that that sound you heard was Rob opening the bottle and pouring me a glass. <laughs> yeah, Maritza, it was me. Just in case you're listening. Holy Jesus. Did I forget? Did we forget to tell you it was Tuesday night? <laughs> uh, so finish is definitely a long burn. What would you say, Rob? Long burn? Yeah. <laughs> now that you say that, it's still burning. Yes. Right down to your tippy toes. But it's a good burn. It's not like a... It's only 90 proof. It, it, it's not like a like punch in the nose and that kind of burn. It's it's a um, hold on. I'll tell you in a second. It's a mild burn. It's not a like holy shit. I can't drink this anymore. It's fire water. It's it's um, almost almost when you when you when you when you're eating a a wing, right? Chicken yeah. wing. Yeah. And and it, and it's there's a combination of, of of sweetness and 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 spice. You get the sweetness at first, right? Yeah. And then after you swallow the chicken, there's that burn. That's what this is. This is like the burn shows up at the uh, at the end. Yeah, it's, it's a long burn, but it's 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 nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. So what are you oh. gonna give this? What are you gonna give the rank? Overall, it, it's a. Uh, I'm gonna say it's. It's a definitely an easy sipper. Right? Yep. It's not too complex. There are some wonderful flavors in here, and, and, and the aroma's great. Um, Rob, I, this is tough, man. This is uh, Journeyman Distillery. Wow, what was that beeping in my ear? Someone get an email or a text? Text, but it shouldn't have come through. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I'm going to give it a 6.5, Rob. Wow. Yeah. A six five. I, I really enjoy this. I gotta get some on my shelf. Interesting. But you they, gave they're hard to find. They are hard to find. That's that's very interesting because you gave uh, there it goes again. Somebody's texting or emailing Rob. Somebody's sexting Rob. Rob, Rob Rob's getting dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very interesting because you gave, gave Angel's Envy a seven out and you gave Basil Hayden a seven out. This is I, I, this is just below that man. This is, I, I, oh. I like it. My pa- either my palate is off tonight or or my palate is on. I, you know, it's, it's all subjective. It's all about what you. No, eat. it's not. We're the experts. That's right. We're behind the microphone. You listen to us, and mm. this is we are we are connoisseurs of the bourbon, <laughs> the wiki, the wiki, the whiskey. 
Um, I think the taste is amazing. I, I, I gotta go with three on the taste. And I think the, the, you know what? The aroma is kind of lacking. I, I will say the, the, I got peaches, but there's not much more than that. I'm not getting much more out of that. It does fade in the third glass where some, some bourbons that it just lingers in the third glass. Rob's quiet because he's looking at the dick pic right now on his phone. Yeah. So <laughs> see, he admitted it. Yeah. It's not a dick pic, <laughs> but yeah. So I, I feel like the aroma is a little bit lacking compared to the taste. So I'm going to give it a one, but I think the finish is really good. So I'm going to go, Oh man, wait, I'm going to do a one five for the, the aroma. So it's Rob's a trying to do math in his head. Yeah, that's the problem. I've actually messed up on other episodes where I didn't fucked up the math. <laughs> We're going to have to get a calculator, Rob. You know, I came into this thinking I was going to give it a seven out. I really did. And I pulled up the rankings just to see what I'd given in the past. But why do you have to compare to what other bourbons? Because it's very important because I think this is very good. And I think it's on an equal setting with a lot of other ones. But I don't, to your point, think it's... See, I Angel's Envy I thought was better than Basil Hayden. But when I tried it, I ranked them the same. I think for me... But that's why I say it's subjective because... It's not subjective. Well, I'm the expert. Shut you're, up. Okay, you're right. So what you... T- <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. So what you're... T- so I, the way... No, I know what you're saying. On different nights, you'll taste differently. But I, I get it. Oh, shut up laughing. It's over. It's, <laughs> the joke's over. Jeez, man. This, this audience. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go... Honestly... I think I like this a little bit better than I like Angel's Envy. So I'm going to go with 7-0 on this. Whoa. Eh. Seven. All right. It's my first 7-0 since uh, Rieger's, which is Rieger's is really good. <laughs> I thought you liked the Dickel. No, I don't like the Dickel. <laughs> but with that, folks, <laughs> thank you for joining another episode of The Bad Dad Show. Tune in next time for another interesting episode. Yes, please do. You can find us on all your favorite streaming platforms. Don't forget to give us five stars and leave us some feedback. And I think Rob stopped recording, but I'm keep talking. No, he didn't stop recording. I will keep talking. Thank you, Sam. Thank you very much for your support and your dedication to the Rad Dads. See you next week.